0: I just realized we get to talk about ads more because the reason why the shot at the 2021 Worlds bothers me so much is because of how overplayed it is used in ads now.
1: They played it every commercial one tournament. They don't even
0: use it, right? Because they say you don't want to miss this and trying to convince you to sign up for the Disc Golf Network But it was free for everybody on YouTube because it was the final day. Oh, man. But people don't know that. Sorry, we just told, we just let out the big secret.
1: But yeah, it's a big old spoiler. They're hoping no one noticed. Yeah. Hopefully nobody
0: says anything, especially not those guys over at Oh No Disc Golf. (laughs)
1: They're on it. Yeah.
0: No, I mean it, you know, don't get me wrong, it was an amazing shot. Everyone knows it. It's, you know, at least the number 1 clutch moment in disc golf history, if not.
1: It made me almost scream in an airport when I was watching it. <laughs> Still wish it would have happened. I oh dude, it was close. You can't. You can't. I didn't want to get tackled. I want
0: I wanted you to get tackled though. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I wasn't recording it.
0: Yeah, it would have I it would have been would have made a good story though. Come on. Do it for the pod.
1: I should have I should have done it for the pod.
0: <laughs> so as, as amazing as the shot was, I felt like it really took away from how amazing the whole final round of 2021 Worlds was. I just went back and rewatched it, so that's why I'm thinking about this, right? And on the card there was 4 people from four different manufacturers, all with very specific, very unique like gameplays. So there's Conrad who has probably I'm gonna say the best backhand in disc golf right now. Paul Macbeth who has like the best over all around skill set. Calvin Heinberg, which is he's right there. I mean he's mostly backhand, but he's he's has everything if he needs it. KJ, who plays probably more explosive than, like, anybody else and has both both backhand and forehand. And we got to see him battle it out with all of that on the line and with Chris Dickerson and Nate Sexton pushing from chase card. And after the shot was hit, which was amazing, nobody else talks about anything else that happened during the 2021 Worlds.
1: Which is fair because it was the shot but
0: i mean i just i think yeah you're right it's uh if i had to compare it to something it's like nobody talks about some of the amazing games that like michael jordan maybe played or tom brady played you know they just talk about like the championships they've won and lost so let's that, i get it but at the same time it's like rewatching it was like a a big experience for me to like rewatch it again and uh and pay attention to everything a little bit more
1: it's going back and doing film study or just looking at the box score. It's you did your homework.
0: It's also really funny if you watch like the live version of it, you know, the full it's like four hours long. How many times Ian Anderson references? Oh, he's going back to that envy of his not knowing how important that envy's going to be in a little bit
1: that's fantastic
0: like well, like watching it again he says it like three or four times oh yep that's that envy of conrad's and i'm like you have no idea what that envy is going to become uh, that was pretty pretty comical for me to watch
1: he was predicting shit
0: yeah didn't even know it he spoke it into what's that called it's
1: like a commentator's curse but in opposite yeah
0: yeah and that's he just switched bag sponsors too, like that made it that much cooler to come out and win worlds right
1: after that made the sponsorship huge, yeah because he i mean he did did fair throughout the year, but he kind of had like a struggled year, yeah, you know nothing wasn't
0: definitely wasn't like his highlight year that that people would think, but
1: but boom, one worlds it's like
0: they probably sold more envies than Some companies have sold, like, all of their discs.
1: They've sold more discs than us.
0: (laughs) Yep. Yes, they did. (laughs) Yes, they (laughs) did. Yeah, so if you get a chance, sit down and watch it. Sit down the whole. It's on YouTube uh, on the Disc Golf Network. Watch the whole 2021 Worlds and really take it in again. And then still scream when when he makes the shot anyway because... What else are you going to do?
1: I love it. (laughs) We should probably real quick just introduce ourselves. For sure. Uh, If this is your first time here, Oh No Disc Golf Podcast. I'm Kyle. I'm Eric, the bald.
0: I'm wearing a hat, though, right now. You can't see me, but I am, in fact, wearing a hat. So I should probably put it away because I'll probably play with it and make
1: the sound guy mad. That's true. (laughs) That that damn editor, he's such an asshole. Uh. You know, my nickname is a Hat, and I'm not wearing a hat. Oh, man. Well, he
0: has hair, though, so he can't be bald still. That's true. <laughs> I can play both
1: parts. Kyle can't. The last time I said, isn't this the best ad read ever? Like, halfway through, didn't make any sense. So, <laughs> like, don't call it an ad read while you're <laughs> doing it. Use the code oh no for ten per. Oh fuck tits. <laughs> nope, that's not it. Use the code oh no ten for ten percent off over at DiscBaron.com. They have discs and disc golf accessories. Pretty tits. Use code oh no twenty for twenty percent off over at FrictionGloves.com. They have disc golf gloves. So if you like warm hands, go over there. Use our code to get twenty percent off. Oh no twenty. Fuck. Nope. Use the code ONO to get free shipping on any item over at our Teespring store. So we have our merch. We make no money. It's a mess. And it's great. So go buy things if you like things. It's there. What's a stone stone co.
0: Played a tournament this weekend at Whitford. Whiteford? Still haven't figured out how to pronounce it. Google pronounces it like two different ways, so... (laughs)
1: that probably means that both are both are acceptable
0: yeah there you go i can call it whatever i want and i'm gonna call it turd course no it's a nice course there you go very well taken care of it's uh much more open than i'm used to playing in my area so just whenever i go there i'm never ready for the wind that i am about to receive
1: well now now you know yeah i mean
0: i knew i knew you know after last year I I knew I was going to have to deal with wind, but I'm always like, "Oh, I can play in the wind cuz I play like four holes that are in the wind normally, but it's different when like every hole is windy, you know." I I you, I know you know, you deal with it, but lots of wind yeah, here. I don't I don't deal with a whole lot of wind, so it always just uh throws me off my game a bit. I can deal with it's the the headwinds and the tailwinds. I'm pretty good at. It's the crosswinds that I often mess up on. And it's nothing, like, crazy. I've had a, I had a couple close calls. But anyway. For me, it's, like, more of, like, if it's a heady cross. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Those, yeah, like, those in-betweeners.
1: Yeah, where I, or where, like, where it's a very variable. Yeah. Like, where I'm expecting the wind to do something, and then it doesn't. and I Yeah. It, um, it looks like I just, like, completely messed up. It's like, uh, I was just expecting the wind to make it do something
0: yeah well at, well what's fun it, it's kind of it's fun it's kind of crappy but it, i think it's kind of cool at the same time is there's not very many holes that you play in the same direction you know you can't you don't play like three or four holes in the same direction so you can get used to that wind you often yeah play one way and then either take like a 90 degree turn another way or a complete 180 back at it so it's like it's really keeping you guessing so it's a it's, I mean, it's very interesting. It's a, it's fun, quote unquote, to play in just to kind of give yourself another challenge. Cause without the wind, I think it'd be pretty easy to shoot pretty, pretty, pretty well there.
1: Sounds like Village Green. Yeah. To me. Like,
0: it's a, I, I think it's probably more difficult than Village Green based on what I've heard from you,
1: but. Yes, probably. You said there's par fours.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There was a. Uh, one, two, three, three par fours on the MA2 and underside, and then four par fours on the MPO side.
1: Yeah, she's just all par threes, so no. A little different there.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well there's like a there's one like seven hundred foot hole, a couple five fifties. The hardest part, the hardest holes aren't the par fours, it's the four hundred, fifty ish foot par threes that are tough. Cause even to like I can't. I can't throw four. I mean, I can throw four hundred, but it's on like a. It has all the stars have to align just right. So to get it to where I have any sort of a putt, like you know, even a circle two putt is like a a smash for me. So those those are the tough ones. I feel it. But I played one stroke better than I did last year in a wildly different manner. Last year I shot a plus seven and a plus eight. I don't know in what order, and then this year I shot a plus ten and a plus four. So
1: improvement,
0: yeah. I I, I mean I was it was nice kinda. to shoot six strokes better the second round. You know just to just to make that make that improvement. But after my first round, I knew there was kind of no chance for me to really make a a push for for lead. I, you know I can still aim to push up the leaderboard, but I had a lot a lot to make up. I mean, I enjoyed myself. I'm, I am I want to go play next year, but we'll see when time comes if I make it down to that. Because it's, it's a really well put on a tournament. Um, you know, they do really good job of getting out there and, you know, making sure the course is clean, painting all the lines. So they do. They paint a lot of out of bounds, which makes it kind of fun. And they're always changing the course up. There's, I think there's two new
1: holes this year from last year, which does i love it when a community actually like tries with their course well it's funny
0: i was talking to a couple of the guys that i played with and the one guy is like in the club that would would take care of that course but he never plays it like he just he never makes it out to really play that course except for uh two tournaments a year he does the spring throwdown and then he does the fall throwdown but yeah played with a lot of good people a couple of young guys that once they once they figure it all out they are definitely going to be Gunning for some some top spots in MPO, like not probably pro tour, but, you know, like local MPO guys that will make it really hard for you to come to, like, their course and beat them. But Sounded like fun. No, I shot above my rating. That's all. So I walked out. Hey. As, as much as it didn't feel, it wasn't a, like it didn't feel like a great tournament, especially my first round. My first round felt like just like absolute trash. So that was kind of like the positive I was taking away from it is that my now, my floor, like my... The worst I can feel I I could do like I would have almost had to try to shoot better or worse than plus ten is eight seventy two rated so my floor has has moved up tremendously since last year so that's kind of uh, kind of cool or makes me feel better about myself after
1: not. He's so out. cool.
0: I'm so cool, dude. I am freaking awesome.
1: Yeah. The fuck was that?
0: My ankle cracked really loud.
1: Oh, wow. Mm-hmm.
0: It hurt a little bit. He's falling apart over there. I am. I am. No secret there. That's All it. That's, that's, uh, I think that's about it. Gotta hang out with my brother, friend of the show, guest of the show, Sean.
1: Shout out, Sean.
0: Thanks for thanks for housing me over the weekend, and uh, thanks for letting me cuddle your puppies.
1: He's a cool dude.
0: Yep, he's cool, too. He got it from me, even though he's my older brother.
1: <laughs> it tracks.
0: Yeah. So... Kyle. Yeah. How what, what did you do for disc golf? Tell me about your disc golf life. It's been cold.
1: And snowy. And snowy. So I've been but not every day. It's also been warm some days. So it's been so variable. But I just found a wonderful indoor place to practice my putting and upshot game. It's a secret, so don't tell anyone. <laughs> Super the Parker secret. Field House. <laughs> yeah. Is where been going and it's just great they have a turf hockey field, field? Hockey. yeah is that right mm-hmm. field hockey yep field hockey turf there you go nailed it it's uh pretty fantastic i've only been there a couple times but it's already been just a wonderful experience in just like practicing the subtle movements of the game and taking the time to do it and Repeat it over and over and over again. Yeah, for a few hours, you know,
0: for sure. Got to got to uh, tune those fine fine move movements, muscle memory things.
1: Yeah. I mean, I kind of suck. So,
0: but after trying to not
1: trying to not suck
0: after throwing putters for three hours, he claims he's going to be the next James Con- James Conrad.
1: That's what Eric said.
0: Oh, that's what I said, apparently. Yeah, but.
1: Allegedly.
0: Could have sworn Kyle said something about it, but we won't get into that. Three hours. Right? Conrad is just it took you three hours of practice to become as
1: good as you are. I don't have a Conrad voice. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Three hours of all it takes. <laughs> is that is that a good Conrad voice? I think voice?
0: that's what I'm pretty sure that was bright spot on what James Conrad sounds.
1: Yeah. Yep. <laughs> So, yeah, as uh, a guest of the podcast, James Conrad. Jeff, thanks, thanks, buddy. Show thanks for coming on, thanks Conrad.
0: Coming. Uh, we'll see you at the next yeah. worlds.
1: Yep, uh, you did great. <laughs> never change, never change. I recommend everybody find an pu- indoor putting facility, though. That's what I, yeah, Yes. If you have a community center near you, like if you're in a place where it's cold. Even if you're not in a place where it's cold, it's just nice to have a nice indoor facility where you can like just practice.
0: So build yourself a gym or something, lay some turf down.
1: Yeah. Yep. Easy, right? Mhm. And free, I'm sure. It's,
0: yeah. Just tell you, you Just know, steal
1: turf steal ter- from like a fucking stadium.
0: Just uh go into Home Depot, tell them what you're doing and and uh they'll they'll give it to you. <laughs> it's, oh you need this you
1: <laughs> that's what home depot does right
0: yeah they, you need this you need to become a professional disc golfer <laughs> oh fun little anecdote that's completely off topic is i took my daughter to ferris today and they're talking about the club sports and he goes ferris has a pretty good disc golf team <laughs> i thought that was hilarious i had to say it to pretty somebody good they did. They won like four championships in the, in the um, time that they've been around. Foundation was talking about him too. They were talking some smack about Ferris. So I told Garza that I has, have his back. Pretty good. <laughs> Foundation said uh, they don't understand how a school out of nowhere can make like the top 10 for um, college disc golf teams. Even though they've been like in the top ten of college disc golf teams for a long time, and then one of them—I don't remember which one—goes, "Isn't Ferris a community college?" But it's not. Not that it matters, but Foundation. I really don't think it does. We're coming for you.
1: Yeah. Well. No. Yeah. Yes.
0: <laughs> Eric and Kyle. Ty- Eric and Kyle take on Foundation Nation.
1: <sighs> Write it down.
0: That's it. That's uh. Let's move on, unless you had anything else to say. No, I'm good. All right. Well, me and Kyle dropped the ball on our hot rounds. So what is that? Two or two? In, into it? This is the third one? Third tournament We're sorry. of the season, and we forgot. I was out of town all weekend, so I didn't worry about it too much.
1: I Yeah, I have no excuse. Just stupid.
0: Be nice to yourself. It's my friend.
1: You say I'm stupid, too, though. I can. You can't. Oh. So it was the
0: Open at Belton this past weekend. I was wrong last week. I think I said it was produced by Gatekeeper and GK Pro, but all of the coverage is through the Disc Golf Network via Central Coast Disc Golf
1: and GK Pro. Can you imagine all the people that went to the wrong website because of you? Probably, no. I'm sorry.
0: I apologize. Um, I have not got to watch any of the coverage yet other than highlights on... Instagram and Facebook and stuff. So I've
1: watched zero coverage.
0: Yeah. It's in Texas. I did watch one practice round with Ezra and Brody. Sounds like they made a few changes to the course. And it looked like it was really windy, just like it normally is in Texas, I guess. I guess that's the thing. Guns, cattle,
1: freedom, and wind. And
0: wind.
1: Unless you're Mexican, <laughs> then
0: get out. just just so we're aware that is not our views (laughs) just to get that out there if you don't
1: understand sarcasm (laughs) probably shouldn't be listening to this
0: yeah there's probably a lot of things we've said that you're pretty mad about anyway taking home third place for the fbo side was kristen tatar at 14-under, Valerie Manduahano came in at second at 15-under, and Katrina Allen came away with the win at 16-under. Go, Cat. Round of applause.
1: Meow.
0: Meow. So pretty cool to see Cat get another win. She must have been really putting in work this offseason because she is looking pretty killer out there. I'm kind of feeling like maybe Dynamic should have gave Valerie the large contract over Kona Panis. But maybe Kona's just working out her her jitters and uh we'll see her jump to the top spot soon. Hoping. I'm a big Kona fan, so don't take that the wrong way if you're listening. I know you're listening, Kona. You're gonna do amazing, Kona. We believe in you. We believe in the Panis. And then MPO side, we had Nico finishing third or finishing fourth technically at 21 under and then Paul Macbeth and Ricky Wysocki tied for second at 22 under and coming in first was Chris Dickerson. What does Kyle like to call him?
1: The Dick man.
0: <laughs> Gets me every time. I don't know why. There's why? no reason. Yeah. <laughs> it's just funny still. I'm, it's am I have the com the comedic brain of an eight year old.
1: What's the uh, the formula there for his success? How is he so good for Chris Dickerson? Do you think he like traded? Is there is are souls real? Are deals with the devil real? I feel like he he's good. I mean, I feel like Macbeth
0: would have had to trade his soul first, right? Yeah, he does have well, those. That's a that's ice. a given.
1: He never had a soul, thanks. <laughs> it's like a. He's a baby. He's like, yeah, give that shit away. I just want to be good at disc golf. You don't even know what that is. Just a mini in his crib. No, I just think Chris
0: is... I can't imagine Chris is, like, one of the hardest... Not one of the hardest. I can't imagine Chris is, like, the hardest worker out there. I just think he has a love for beating people. Not. Not even, like, a competitive... I guess it is a competitive drive, but he just wants to just beat people, not physically. But in I feel like
1: court. he has a very good handle on the game, too.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. I th- think right along with like Paul Macbeth is Chris is like that next one of the next people I think of that has like all of the weapons. You know, like he doesn't pull out his sidearm a lot, but he has it if he needs it. You know, sick putter, sick control. Now he now he freaking plays with Macbeth so or you know they're on the same team nah nah
1: they still fight
0: probably coming up this weekend is texas state championship it's a elite series so it will be post-produced by jomez gatekeeper and gk pro as, He's well as lying. live lying it's never it's gonna weekend.
1: be something else
0: all weekend will be live on the disc golf network, including free final day coverage on YouTube. I just have to say that Mattio is back. This I think last year this was one of the tournaments that kind of I don't can't say put him on the map, but put him on the map for new people because he's been around for a while now. So
1: put him back on the map.
0: Back on the map. Yep, and put him back on the map after I think he took COVID year off. And now he's coming back to Texas State and hopefully wins it. we also seen Big Germ play really well here last year. So kind of hoping to see Big Germ do really well. Um, There'll still be no Eagle. Don't think there'll be any Simon. Drew Gibson's back. He took some time off.
1: Three, two, one. Top... Five. Five. Oh yeah!
0: Excuse me. Did you just burp? Like I did.
1: You nasty.
0: I know. For our top five today, we wanted to be the best, the very best, the best whoever was at picking the Pokemon who would be good at disc golf. I don't even know if I said the lyrics right, but that's
1: okay. That was so good, dude! Nailed it! <laughs> Nailed it!
0: <laughs> because me and Kyle our 90s kids we only know gen one really well so these are all gen one pokemon
1: just because... when think when i'm thinking of pokemon that's what comes to my mind our general yeah yeah i mean
0: i played gen two i've played a lot of the games but none of them really stick in my mind that well I immediately forgot all of those but i can yeah. remember squirtle so we figured out that there's about 900 of them so
1: we just picked from the we didn't
0: even really pick from the 151s. It just kind of happened naturally because...
1: And we're just going to keep going through the generations. This will be a never-ending segment.
0: If we need to fill um, a top five in the future. That'll be really good. Us arguing about Pokemon we don't even know anything about. Yeah,
1: we'll just argue about it still. Yep, because that like This one's a table. We do.
0: They probably why, have Why a is it good Pokemon. at disc golf?
1: Because it's a table. Yeah. Anywho, Eric, tell them about your first one, which is our number five.
0: I picked Alakazam because he is a more humanoid Pokemon than others out there, so got to be pretty good at at least holding a disc first. That's you know, that's, that's number one. You got to be able to
1: hold it. Do, can you hold? Can he hold the discs? Number one. Yes. yes, he can. Yes,
0: he can. <laughs> he can't can put a spoon down. A disc. He can put his spoons down. He can't okay put the spoons down, if Eric. If put the spoons down.
1: They're uh, physically attached to his hands. I don't think they are. Have you ever seen an Alakazam without his spoons? Yeah, I sent you a picture. I think that that's a lie.
0: <laughs> anyway, um, not only could he grip a disc well, could he, could he grip the disc well, he could also use his psychic powers to bend the basket into catching the disc. Or push the disc into the basket with his psychic powers. Yeah, Alex Zane. So
1: cheat is what you're saying. Yeah, I mean that's the point, right? Uh, I feel like they still have to abide by the rules of the game. There's no rules
0: against against psychic play,
1: sanctioned Pokemon play.
0: Then, even without being able to use his psychic powers,
1: you sound like Team
0: Rocket is a very humanoid type pokemon that i think could still throw a disc pretty well i agree
1: you're right as long as, <laughs> as he can long... put the spoons down <laughs> it's
0: all he cares about the we'll spoons even, are we'll a even big get him hit for me and we'll, we'll die spoons on him just for him <laughs> just for alakazam anyway moving on to number four kyle
1: we went with bulbasaur can it's, he even uh...
0: hold a disc Doesn't he have to be on all four legs at one time? He's on
1: four legs, but guess what he has? Vines. Mm. Those are like his arms, but they're not arms. So he can control them. He has a move called vine whip. So he's going to whip that shit. So
0: probably can throw it far, but maybe not the best control.
1: Well, yeah, sure.
0: Sounds pretty hard, too. (laughs) Sounds like he's not going to be the best putter. He only has just one speed,
1: <laughs> Vine Whip. Just yeah, hundred percent all the time. Oh,
0: just blazing past the basket. If he doesn't ace, it's it's gonna be a while. But that's okay. It's exciting. He's he's out there. You know he's winning the disc or the distance competitions, and he's really good in a in doubles play. Is <laughs> where he shines. Bulbasaur. He gets like a Squirtle as his putter.
1: Hit a Eric, with our number three.
0: We picked the Ezra Aderhold of Pokemon. We picked Machamp because uh, he's probably the most human-like Pokemon. I would say, kind of like, yeah, um, almost kind of creepily like
1: you know, human for sure. Like, he's just like a you know, he's just a muscle man.
0: Yeah, because you know, like when I think of like Pokemon, they kind of like are more like a pet, you know, almost to me. So like, how are you going to have Machamp as a pet? You know, that's pretty weird it's almost like slavery all of it's slavery eric now we're going to get into like the weird part of pokemon so we better better reel it back in really quick and yeah, uh, yeah. okay 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 <laughs> pretty pretty humanoid just ripped big arms has four arms to choose from so you know maybe he trained one for right hand backhand another one for right hand forehand and then he trained his other two on the other side one left hand backhand One left hand forehand, and boom, dude, he's got every single shot.
1: Four arms, all four hand rollers. It's all you need. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, and in the games, you're allowed four moves. So, hey, one for each arm. Nailed it. Yeah. Now you just. You can tell he thought about that one a lot. (laughs) I thought about that last player on the fly.
1: Number two. This was an easy decision went with Mr. Mime talking about creepy humanoids, yeah, he's pretty creepy, like what is even going on with this Pokemon? but I don't know anyway, very human like and I imagine would destroy in comparison to, like if if we're going like regular throwing style, pretty sure you can just emulate Paul Macbeth. I wanted to do ditto here because I thought he might be able to just turn into people, but I didn't know if that was a thing so. That's all i got
0: my research was inconclusive on if uh if
1: ditto can turn into anything other
0: than a pokemon
1: can you imagine just being a ditto and like turning into like a dildo you say a that dildo would be nasty
0: <laughs> we're gonna say for the sake of the show that dittos can only turn into pokemon yeah <laughs> but yes i agree mr mime would be both very creepy To play with, and I'd be pretty sad when he beat me because he's creepy.
1: Keeps miming at you.
0: (laughs) Yep. Then we had some uh, honorable mentions, if Kyle remembers them.
1: Snorlax? I think that would be fun to watch. Why Snorlax, though? This is is what really... Also, he can block the fairway. Yes. With his big, fat
0: body. Yep. Just lays down, and no one can move him. Takes a nap and then they have to
1: poke a flute him away. Yeah.
0: Yep. Then Pikachu because in case you don't know Pokemon, everyone knows Pikachu. So yep.
1: So we talked about we talked about Pikachu in this episode. Yay.
0: Yeah. But getting down to our number one best Pokemon disc golfer, we picked Cubone because we feel bad for him because he lost his mom. That's it. Nothing else.
1: That's pretty much all. We just felt bad. It's a pity. <laughs> no, um, number one,
0: he throws that bone. He has carries a bone with him, and he throws it like a boomerang. So
1: he does smash yeah. that boomerang. So
0: yeah. So I feel like he could he could figure it out with a disc. Maybe I don't know. Maybe he could like uh, grind a skull into being a frisbee or something. I don't know what other bone would be Pel- like a pelvis. Is a pelvis bone? Is that a thing? Not a doctor. No. M-
1: moving past using bones is. Where
0: do you think he got that bone from? Is that his mom's too? Because he wears the bone skull from his mom. Did he carry yeah, around his mom? A bone club. That's his mom's, like femur or something. Yes. Yep. Oh man, dude,
1: that's that's a fucked that up dude kid. Is,
0: Yeah. No wonder he can throw that bone so hard. <laughs> Oh, poor bone. But we made you number one, buddy, so uh, don't haunt me, I you guess. You psycho.
1: Yeah. Don't kill me.
0: Yeah. And that's our top five list of the best Pokemon disc golfers that there would be. Mainly Fuck from yeah. just Generation 1. So if you like other generations and you want to hear us try to pick out more Pokemon who would be good at disc golf, let us know. And we'll do it again, even though we won't know who they are.
1: Hell yeah. And that was episode 60. That was
0: episode 60. Thank you guys for
1: listening. Yeah, thank you. Right. Nailed it. Thank you, Eric. (laughs) Thank you for listening out there. Hope you're having a good week. We come out with one of these wonderful earball, whatever, episode. Happy, happy inducing. Nope. 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 Terrible laughter. Nope. Nope. Go ahead.
0: Hopefully laughter-inducing episodes come out once a week, every Wednesday. So keep coming back and checking for more. We'll be here. Still doing it, even. Putting those... Even if nobody
1: checks on us. Seats in the butts. Seats in the butts. We'll see you guys next week. Catch you on the flip side. Come on, you give a little bit more. Catch you on the flip side, bitch.